Hello. Hello. Sorry, I have to like approve it every time you press record. And oh, okay. otherwise, like it doesn't catch the audio. So, like, yeah. Um, hello. Welcome to Killer Crime and Sister Time. We I'm took a week off. Oh yeah, I'm Sydney. Shit. Yeah. Liberty <laughs> Sydney. We did take a week off. <laughs> yeah. We took a week off because I went to visit Liberty and my life was chaotic and her life was chaotic and we just needed a fucking moment. Um, but we're back. We're here living breathing thriving yep we love you guys and we appreciate you hanging out with us every week exactly still listening (laughs) (laughs) so fucking listening to us (laughs) yeah um so how have you been um i've been good i started a crossfit class how's that um, it's actually really good. I did height and weight for the first time for the military today. Failed mm-hmm. it. My dump truck of an ass. Um, <laughs> no, literally, I'm not even fucking kidding. She goes, wow, you have a really small waist. She taped my ass. That's what literally made it so that I didn't tape into the standards. My ass is too fat for the army. Okay, so. well, in all fairness, that's stupid. I'm just assuming that's what set me over. She didn't specifically <laughs> say it, but for my waist and my neck to be like super proportionate and then my voluptuous cheeks to just like. <laughs> I think the issue is that the military is made for men. So those standards are made for men and men don't have asses. So. Well, they have women specific taping standards. No, I know, but it was still created by men for men. So that's true. And honestly, the time that this was created, women were tiny. And I'm sorry, but I just can't control my cheeks. So caked up on a Wednesday. (laughs) Double fucking caked up. Yeah, I know. And I'm a little upset about it. It's whatever. Um, because obviously I didn't fit high weight, so she had had to tape me. I failed taping by three percent. So no more squats. Whatever. Yeah, fuck. Yeah, for real. I know I need to like get rid of my ass now. So like no more leg days. <laughs> it's fine. CrossFit's like kicking my ass. Yeah, I went to CrossFit Tuesday and then this morning I took the army fitness test. Passed all but one event and I only missed it by like 30 seconds. And I'm so mad. Ooh. The plank. Right. That's a bummer. 30 seconds. I mean, that was my first time. It was my first time. It's just frustrating because I could have done it. Right. But I thought I had like a whole nother minute left. Like I didn't realize I only had 30 seconds. Right. But you're right. It's my first time. And if I can do it now and I just keep working as hard, then I'll definitely be able to do it. Exactly. When it counts. Yeah. In all fairness, um, it took Will 12 years to do the leg tuck. So. Uh, yeah, I, I know he was going to give me tips later because I literally, I, I looked. Well, also the thing is, is the leg tuck bar. Like, yes. Sorry. My dog is very destructive. He's all doped up right now. Like oh, the other day, he just like looked at us and started peeing in the middle of the room. <laughs> <laughs> like he's so high from it. That's rude as fuck. That's rude as fuck. That's funny. Oh my god. And now he's just like knocking over shit on the bar cart because he's all high and shit. And just because he's all high and shit. Because <laughs> he he's taking his his uh, medicine after or his like 
it's trazodone he's taking his trazodone after he got his nuts chopped so (laughs) his nuts chopped this man is infertile (laughs) i love it yeah so anyway back to your acfts um i don't know it was terrible i mean it was just hard i mean actually it wasn't terrible i did really well actually right so yeah a lot of guys got like 30 push-ups and i was like for some reason i thought it was going to be so easy because i was like because i can do a good amount of push-ups like hand release push-ups right especially hand release hand release is 10 times easier for me because captain kelly told me back in march to start working my triceps so i literally take my tricep days very seriously because it's like my favorite muscle to work right and i just got really good at them really fast because they're super fucking easy but for I got yeah, and I tried to pace myself too, but I got 26 in two minutes, which is not bad. Cause a That's lot of guys were getting like 30. So oh. yeah. Did yeah. pretty good. Yeah. Love that for you. Yep. So yeah, pretty excited. How have you been? Anything new? I've been good. Um, I'm a little tired this week because you know, got back from Pullman on Monday or from Washington on Monday. Um and my flight got delayed yet again. Um, Y'all, I had the worst fucking time getting to Washington. Yeah. Like, yeah. my flight got delayed, 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 and then canceled on Thursday. So, and we were getting tattoos on Friday at 2 p.m. And I was supposed to fly into the western side of the state so that my mom and I could drive across the state together. Um, and that's like a five and a half, six hour drive, depending on where you come from. And I was like, well, fuck. Um, how am I going to get from Western Washington to Eastern Washington on time? Um, and I did some finessing with Alaska airlines and the lady who helped me was a real homie and we figured it out together and mom and I drove from Seattle to Pullman, which was only four and a half hours, which wasn't bad. And we made it in right, literally right on time. Exactly. It was, yeah, it was pretty perfect. Um, oh, yeah, I got my first tattoo, guys. I am also 18 now, so a oh, lot yeah. has happened. A lot has happened. I'm an adult. Yeah. She can vote and shit now. Can vote and shit now, which Love I that. really don't really want to, but at the same time, of course I will. Of course you want to. It's just, like, too much pressure. No, it's not. It's really not. Um, and then, yeah, next week I go to a three-day conference where we're doing, like, trial training. So they're training you how to be, like, a good trial attorney, and I'm very scared. So it's, like, a class you take? Yeah. It's, like, a three-day conference. So it's a conference. Sorry. I zoned out when you were explaining, like, what it was for a second. I got the basis of it. Okay. Conference. Love it. Yeah, but I'm scared because you have to, like, perform trials. (laughs) <laughs> so really fun though yeah i'm just i'm a nervous lady right but at the same time you have to think like everyone's there and everyone's learning and the way i like to think about it is if i'm gonna be wrong i might as well be confidently wrong so it's true i've also found that a lot of being a lawyer is bullshitting your way through it and hoping nobody catches you in it yeah i've noticed that as well and i love it yeah that's like my whole life yeah so you just hope that no one objects and you're like fuck yeah (laughs) but whatever also i think you're frozen oh (laughs) 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 
We said at the same time. <laughs> we're both frozen. <laughs> we were both frozen. You were making a really weird face at me, if I'm going to be honest with you. Great. I love that. Well, the fucking Wi-Fi here is shit. I pay $6,000 to live in this goddamn building that they fucking require me to, and then they give me shit Wi-Fi. Like, how do you want me to take tests and shit with this shit Wi-Fi? They want you to suffer. Yeah, well, they can FO, so. <laughs> okay. Um... Oh, yeah. Liberty got a tattoo, you guys. And it was so funny. Um, I forgot to mention this when we were talking about this earlier. But... Old. <laughs> what? Okay, we're good. Now, you were, like, totally fucking frozen. I was like, she's like, does she not want me to start the conversation? Oh, then I realized you were frozen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I just forgot to mention this earlier when we were talking about the tattoos. But Liberty was so fucking funny. <laughs> she she's like laying there and she's like and the guy's like do you want a sucker and she's like no I'm fine and he's like do you want a sucker she's like yeah I want a sucker yeah and so he went or I went and grabbed her sucker and then um she's like laying there and he starts it she looked like she was gonna shit herself Um, but she powered through it and I was very proud for her first one. She crushed it. So that was good. Thank you. I'm wondering what the audio is going to sound like because my Wi-Fi shut off. So I like, I didn't hear like the last like 15 seconds of you talking. Oh, for real? I wonder if because I'm recording it and it's on my computer, if it'll be okay. I'll fast forward. I'm curious. Yeah exactly also guys just like comment if it's like fucky on like yeah. our instagram or something and then yeah so i'm sorry about it but we we raw dog this shit so like you know we're raw recording right now <laughs> a good description of it thank you i thought it was so yeah um <gasps> all right are you ready to do our stories yeah my tummy kind of hurts oh yeah i'll go second because i have like special stuff to add Oh, okay. Uh, well, this week we're doing like myths slash legends for spooky season. Um, and I am doing Sasquatch. Um, <clears throat> so Sasquatch, aka Bigfoot, is thought to be a large, hairy, human-like or ape-like creature. The creature is um, believed to inhabit northwestern united states and western canada um it also has counterparts in different parts of the world such as the yeti um and the fucking yeti um many believe sasquatch to be the north american version of the himalayan himalayan's abominable snowman slash yeti or the skunk ape of the southwestern united states so like florida region um so wait a skunk ape is a sasquatch yes if we're saying that these things are real then yes the skunk ape we are sydney (laughs) we are sasquatch is real it's a southeastern sasquatch okay because i was watching the like paranormal caught on camera and john and i sketchy ass motel the other week yeah terrifying Um, (laughs) 
<laughs> oh my god, I forgot to tell you guys about that. No, literally, just quick. Um, there's other people's towels in this motel, and when John went to fuck with the thermometer, it shocked him. So every time he had to talk, like touch it, he had to like put a towel on his hand and then touch it. Someone else's towel. Just kidding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> someone else's towel. No. Um, but we're watching Paranormal Caught on Camera, this really cheesy show, mm-hmm. and they were talking about skunk apes, and I was like, "What the fuck is a skunk ape?" But now it makes sense. Yeah, it's just a like southwestern or southeastern United States um, Sasquatch. Um, so yeah, 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 skunk ape. Okay, <clears throat> I'm gonna fuck this up. But Boris Porchnev has suggested that Sasquatch and the Yeti are possibly remnants of Neanderthals, but most scientists assume that Sasquatch is a myth, obviously. Obviously. Well, at the same time, I'm also in an anthropology course, and we're learning about, like, Sasquatches and shit. Is that, or not, we're not learning about Sasquatch. We're learning about, ne- we were learning about Neanderthals. Okay. They found a Neanderthal species on this tiny-ass island in the middle of nowhere that lived in like a cave and they were like i'm recording by the way um i just want to make sure caleb didn't say anything crazy (laughs) um what should we call it but they found these like three feet tall skeletons because they had been isolated in this cave three feet tall three like like one two three like uno dos tres like (laughs) they were a neanderthal subspecies Okay. In this tiny ass cave in like the middle of nowhere, I want to say like Southern America sort of area, like I don't know, like right. an island. And yeah, it was like they were their own um species of Neanderthal. And they were like little tiny three feet fucking monkey people <laughs> living in a cave. I always imagine Neanderthals as like overly large humans. So that's interesting. That's why I clarified well, three Neanderth- multiple times. <laughs> Right. Well, Neanderthals, they weren't, like, crazy larger than us. I mean, like, honestly, like, we're taller now. They were just more, like, their heads were just bigger. Mm-hmm. Okay. Honestly. I think their average height was, like, six foot. It might, it might have been. I don't know. All I know is, I, actually, it might have been, like, taller, just only because, like, they had just evolved, like, the straight spines. Right. I don't know. Tell us we go. Continue on the squatch. Okay. So anyway, most scientists just assume that Sasquatch slash Bigfoot slash the Yeti slash Skunk Ape are a myth. Um, to those who have quote unquote seen Sasquatch, they describe it as a primate who is six feet to 15 feet tall, um, foul smelling. The smell is often described as like rotten eggs or skunk. Um, and okay. Yeah, <laughs> <Got> <laughs> <it>. <laughs> and uh, they move very quickly and very quietly, which is like really creepy for a 15 foot tall creature. That smells gross, right? Yeah. Um, the footprints that have been found have measured up to 24 inches in length and eight inches wide. So just massive fucking feet. Um, these casts have sometimes have sometimes been found to have claw, ma- claw marks. Wow, I cannot speak. I'm so sorry. Um, claw marks likely making them from known animals such as bears. So a lot of the times, and I'll get into it a little later, Sasquatch is explained away as something else. Um, yeah. And often it's a bear. 
um, like walking on its hind legs or something like that. Right, but at the same time, bears don't do that shit quietly and they don't do it often. Like they're not bipedal. Like they're not like made to do that. No. And I kind of talk about it a bit later too, but like when people say like, oh, it was probably a bear. Bears do walk on their hind or on two legs when they have an injury on like a front paw or something. So yeah. Okay. That might be why an injured bear or something. Um, Your mom's an injured bear. Your mom's an injured bear. Um, So anyway, back to Sasquatch's description. (laughs) They also have a human-like face with a flat nose and lips. Um, Like, so their lips, like, instead of protruding out like a human are like kind of you know, sunken mm. their face a little. Like white women lips. Yes, white women lips. Um, their eyes are dark and glow yellow or red at night. Um, so that's a little freaking creepy if you ask me. Um, so a little bit of history around like the name Sasquatch and stuff. And, or yeah, Sasquatch slash Bigfoot. Um, and like sightings and stuff of the creature um so many names and stories have existed throughout the world for this creature ecologist robert pyle argues that most cultures have accounts of human-like giants in their cultures um so this is oh sorry thinks i'm talking to her no (laughs) (laughs) so most cultures do have a large human-esque creature um, each of their languages had their own name for the creature, generally following along the lines of wild man or hairy man um, when interpreted. Hairy man. So that's my question. If a lot of cultures had different interpretations, does that mean at one point it could have been a thing? It could have been. It could have been like remnants of Neanderthals or... Because there was overlap where modern, anatomically modern humans were crossbreeding with neanderthals and that's what made us mm-hmm. that's why like a lot of people have neanderthal dna in them because we crossbred <laughs> i was gonna say it's like when someone has neanderthal dna yeah. <laughs> I mean, so that means somewhere in their lineage their ancestors <laughs> fucked in neanderthal or were the said neanderthal but it worked. or i mean both Right. <laughs> Apparently, my anthropology teacher told me that at one point they would pass around like a picture of a Neanderthal and be like, "Would you have sex with this thing?" But like, at the same time, you can't really relate that because like that was like the. I mean, like they didn't like. I guarantee they didn't have like a level, the same level of attractiveness, like in quotes that we do now. Like, yeah, they were yeah. they were running off like instincts. They weren't really running off like ooh. Like, I'm choosing to have sex with them. Like, it was more just like, I need to have sex because, like, I survived this way. Gotta reproduce. Gotta reproduce. That's, like, literally my whole fucking point here. Yeah. Um, But, so, anyway, like, a lot of cultures have it, have the name interpreted as, like, wild man or hairy man. Um, stories as to the creature's habits also varied depending on the culture. Some claimed it was a benign creature, while others labeled it as a monster that they warned their children about so that they, you know, came in at night um, to prevent them from being taken away and eaten by the creature. So some were like, oh, it's super chill. And others were like, yeah, that death thing definitely eats babies. So <laughs> that thing eats children. Yeah. <laughs> so who knows? Um, the 
Iroquois referred to this creature as the, also, I'm so sorry if I mispronounce this, you can yell at me um, on Instagram, the Atneyarhe, and it was portrayed as aggressive, as an as an aggressive hair-covered giant with rock-hard skin, which is, like, super creepy, too, because then you can't, like, shouldn't arrow at it or something. Yeah, like, kill it. <laughs> right, exactly. Um... Another creature was called the Skakums, which were cannibalistic wild men living on the peak of Mount St. Helens. Um, and a lot of this refers back to <laughs> A lot of this refers back to Washington and native legends as well. So just be prepared for that. Great. Uh, given where you live. <laughs> I literally. Um, there are less menacing versions of the creature though. Um, such as the giants, quote-unquote, reported to live on the peaks of nearby mountains in Spokane. The creatures would steal salmon out of fishermen's nets um, and, you know, just stuff along those lines to survive, but but wouldn't necessarily attack. Um, Native people... Just be a menace. Yeah, just being a menace. Just be a menace. (laughs) Just fuck shit up. (laughs) Literally. Um, Native peoples in northern Washington and southern Canada felt that the creatures were real and were offended when settlers um, suggested that they were lore. So they uh, they stated that the creatures just wouldn't talk to white men and that's why they weren't seeing them, which same bestie, I get it. But (laughs) I also don't fuck with white men. Yeah, so they were they were basically just saying like the reason that you aren't seeing the creatures is because they don't like white people. So that's that's valid. I also <laughs> yeah, like I would also stay away. Ditto. Um, <laughs> so obviously, uh, you know, based on all this backstory, the name Bigfoot didn't always exist. Um, the name like the actual name Bigfoot um, because you know there's Sasquatch, Skunk Ape, all that jazz Um, and the other native names for it uh, were around first but um, some claim that in 1958 the name Bigfoot came about when a man working for a logging crew in Northern California discovered quote-unquote large human-like footprints when he showed his co-workers they claimed to have also seen similar prints on their job sites they started referring to the culprit as bigfoot in 2002 the family of jerry crew who was the guy who quote-unquote discovered the footprints claimed that their dad was the one who was actually making the prints with with large carved wooden feet why I don't know. So, like, he had giant foot stilts, and he was walking around the logging like people, camp with them. Like, people that go into cornfields and make their own fucking, like, crop circles. Like, yeah. Like, that's just weird. Yeah, exactly. So, that's, like, where some people believe the name Bigfoot came from, and also that it's bullshit. <clears throat> that, that was cute. <laughs> <laughs> because that guy was just doing it. Um, the name Bigfoot has also been given to uh, Native American chiefs throughout history, um, such as the Wyandotte chief named Bigfoot for his size, strength, and large feet. Um, there was also a Potawatomi chief, uh, Nom- Mom, ugh, sorry, Momksuk, um, who was called Chief Bigfoot. Um, there was also a Lakota leader 
named Spotted Elk, who his nickname was Bigfoot. So um, that's also kind of why I was like, allegedly the 1958 was where it, when it came about, because there was also Native American chiefs referred to that, referred to as that. So I was like, um, so let's get to some sightings. Oh, yes. um, <laughs> about one third of all sightings are located in the Pacific Northwest. Um, the rest come from North America. <laughs> Um, (laughs) most sightings have been labeled as mistakes or hoaxes even with people who think bigfoot exists they're like they're like the guy is hardly sighted so they don't believe most of the sightings (laughs) but according to a 2019 database washington had over 2,000 sightings california had over 1,600 New York and Oregon had over a thousand each, and Texas Where had over eight hundred. Where in New York? In the city? <laughs> no, <laughs> New York has more than the city. Um, That's false. Fun fact for you. False. <laughs> You're done. You're done. <laughs> um. So yeah, Washington is really carrying the weight of these sightings. And there have also been, you know, more recent discussions of Bigfoot's behavior as well. Some say that the Bigfoot throws rocks in a territorial manner. So, like, if you start getting near a Bigfoot, they're just going to start yucking rocks at you. Fucking. Yeah, exactly. Keep you away. Others claim that Bigfoot knocks on wood as a way to communicate. So, like, starts banging on trees and stuff. Um... And uh, have you ever seen that show that was like Bigfoot Hunters or some shit? And it like took yes. place <laughs> <laughs> where we fucking lived. Yeah. Kaylin also lived in Yakult at one point. They had an episode of Bigfoot Hunters <laughs> in Yakult. My mom saw a Bigfoot in Albuquerque. Janice has seen a Bigfoot. <laughs> Yeah, I believe it. I do. She thinks she saw a, whatchamacallit, Bigfoot sprinting on two feet. So that what's, that's what makes us think it's not the bear, because the bears don't sprint on two feet. No, they yeah. do not. Didn't Uncle Rich see a Bigfoot? In our- no, Uncle Rich said he heard a Bigfoot. And that was when he lived in Yakult. And he said he heard the knocking. my question is is like let's just say like this isn't real like what do these people just pull these behaviors out of their ass they're just like you know what this bigfoot's gonna knock on wood like he is going to knock on wood and you know what he's also gonna throw rocks yeah like and just like i'm just so confused (laughs) no i don't i don't know i think they hear things and they try to explain it away but anyway um obviously non-believers feel that this is behavior that is very easily hoaxed so it could very easily be someone pulling a prank like it's not that hard to knock on a tree or yuck rocks out of the woods so um non-believers believe that this is very easily hoaxed behaviors got it some stories even claim that Bigfoot will like twist small trees or poles and strategically place them as some kind of like territorial marking. Right. 
this was the first time I've heard of that one, so I'm not quite sure, but I have heard of like the knocking and stuff like that. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In Washington, there is an organization called the Olympic Project, and they have claimed to have discovered a collection of nests that appear to be created by primates in like the Washington woods. And they claim that this has been confirmed by like people who study primates. So they think that, that is weird as fuck. Yeah. So they right. claim they've found Bigfoot nests. Or else it's like someone's escaped ape or something. <laughs> like birds' nests? Oh, he's wearing the shirt you bought him. I, he is. Uh, no, not like birds' nests, like ape nests. Right, but like what? Like I'm picturing just a bunch of trees and sticks and a bowl-like thing in the middle of the ground. Like that's what I'm picturing when I think of an ape nest. Like, I mean, that's what I'm picturing too, Bestie. I have no better information for you. Okay, got it. Yeah. Because <laughs> you think like caves or something. I don't fucking know. Yeah. Um, Bigfoot is also often seen at night and alone, so it's believed that he is nocturnal and, um... Not pack-related. Not pack-related. Got it. That's interesting. I could see that, though, because bears aren't really pack-related either. They should have the kids. But also, that's a... The nocturnal thing is why people don't think it is bears. Right. Um, so, you know... Right. Still not out there. Um, Back to communication for a bit. Um, Some claim to have heard Bigfoot say uh, Bigfoot making sounds like howls, moans, grunts, or whistles. Some people have even claimed to hear some form of language. Um, But, you know, it wasn't English or anything like that, but they could tell that it was trying to communicate. Love it. I love it. I'm obsessed. (laughs) Again, this is something that many believe is easily faked, though. So a lot of people don't believe them. <laughs> I don't know why. It's got this monkey bitch in the woods just whistling and shit. Um, as for what Bigfoot eats, we are very unclear about that. Some um, have argued that there isn't enough, like, babies <laughs> there isn't enough like vegetation and stuff to sustain bigfoot in the wild so they have to be um eating eaters yeah they have to be eating both meat and vegetation um some argue the opposite some are like well there's not enough deer in the woods to sustain bigfoot so he has to be eating like trees and plants and shit right. so there's really no way to know what this creature eats <laughs> <laughs> Just nothing. <laughs> this bitch just runs off fear. Fuel <laughs> <You're> my fear. <laughs> Fuck. Um, interactions. Okay. So there's probably a ton of interactions way before the one the first one that I'm gonna state. Right. I'm just gonna, you know, put that out there right now. I totally understand that. These myths and legends have been around for thousands of years, and I'm not going to act like I put all of them in here because that would just take way too long. Um, but I pulled some ones that I thought were funny slash interesting. So I love it. I'm so excited. Um, in 1924, there was allegedly an attack um, that has been referred to as Battle of Ape Canyon. 
where there was a bunch of miners who were attacked by large hairy ape men. They claimed that rocks were thrown through through their roof of a cabin. So I'm picturing like big rocks, like not just like pebbles or something being yucked at you. Yeah, exactly. Um, And one miner um, shot one with his rifle. During the scuffle, a miner was knocked unconscious by a rock and the creatures ran into the walls of the cabin, making the entire thing shake. Right. Um, that same year, a Canadian prospector claims to have been abducted, abducted by the creature and held captive for six days. <laughs> what they do, like cuddling shit? Like <laughs> they said that they weren't like like trying to attack him or anything. They just seemed curious. So wow. I don't know. <laughs> no fucking way, Sydney. Hmm. I'm, like, wondering, I'm, like, why the fuck will my phone charge? Like, I know this outlet's shitty, but, like, bro, like, it usually works. I have the lamp plugged into itself. Oh, my God. The lamp cord is plugged into it. Somehow. (laughs) I was, like, you're fucking kidding, right? Sounds like the lamp's turning on, so that means something in here is getting fucking power. (laughs) anyway that was funny as fuck though um so you know those prior attacks were like abduction and like death and stuff like that most recently though only stories of harassing and stalking behaviors have been reported um so in 2021 hulu released a documentary called sasquatch that's about marijuana farmers telling stories of bigfoots harassing and killing people from the 70s to the 90s should we really trust the marijuana farmers to tell us about Hold on. So officials believe that this is just folklore, um, which was created to scare off competition, and that the high murder rates were just due to human activity um, that would be connected with illegal marijuana farming. Yeah. So outside of human attacks, there have also been alleged dog attacks, which is sad. Um, There were attacks... Yeah, there were attacks where, like, dogs died. Um, Specifically, I found a story that in the early 90s, a homeowner in Kitsap County, Washington, called police for... (laughs) I told you a lot of them are in Washington. (laughs) Um, Called police for assistance with a large subject described as wearing all black in his backyard. Um, He said that a week earlier, his dog had been killed when a creature threw it over his fence. Yeah. So, um, just some, like, weird stuff like that. Remember when mom called the cops on the cat? Yes. <laughs> yes, I do. I think about that often, if I'm going to be real. Um, I have the, we have the news article. Our mother, uh, we lived in Montana, and she was there by herself for some reason. It was before so, we moved there. Yes, and she saw footprints on a back patio, back porch, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. A, she looks out the sliding glass door and sees footprints in the snow so she calls the cops the cops come it's fucking cat footprints but they put her funny 911 story in the newspaper so we have the savages of yeah. woman calls police we about call cat footprints in snow <laughs> sorry mom to call you out like that but it's funny <laughs> as fuck it is funny as fuck um So kind of like I talked about towards the beginning, there are some proposed explanations for the Bigfoot theories. 
Um, some believe that it is a misidentified animal, such as a bear, like an injured bear who would walk on his hind legs, or an escaped ape, um, as we learned from Tiger King. A lot of people have fucking farms of animals they shouldn't have. Literally. Um, so it's not necessarily accurate that an escaped animal would be reported. Um, so it could be an escaped ape. Mm-hmm. But others feel that it is a hoax. Or there's people like Uncle Rich who think it's real. Who gets drunk and stands on our porch and says he hears Bigfoot. Yep. Um, so there's also incidents of people having quote-unquote shot Bigfoot. Oh my god. Um, which just ends up being people in like fur coats, people <laughs> hunting, stuff like that. So like, you know, it can also be explained <laughs> away by... <laughs> Like it's something, but in reality, it has a perfectly logical explanation. Right. So these bougie ass people in fur coats just tromping through the woods, getting their asses shot at. Yes. Um, and I also saw some things talking about um how some Vietnam vets with like severe PTSD moved into like mountain caves and were just vibing. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's legit. I just saw it once. But um, so the phenomenon of Bigfoot has created many organizations and events as well. So like, yeah, like festivals and shit. Mm -hmm. So there are many organizations actually who are dedicated to investigating sightings in the U.S. I mentioned the Olympic one earlier. There's also Bigfoot Research Organization or BFRO and North American Wood Ape Conservancy, Wood uh, Ape. Conservancy sorry, um, which is N-A-W-A-C. Uh, there are also museums and festivals which celebrate Bigfoot and the uh, myth of Bigfoot. I love it. Yeah, so my sources were Britannica.com and Wikipedia.com. And I'm so sorry. Like, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I love Bigfoot. I have, like, so mine, I couldn't find a lot of stories, surprisingly. Really? So I kind of have, like, two things I want to talk about because it's a Halloween special, so I thought I'd throw in my favorite Reddit thread. So first, I'm going to talk about my black-eyed kids. The, the, my favorite Reddit thread, that's a surprise you get at the end. <laughs> I haven't even told Sydney about this. It's a surprise yeah. to Sydney, too. Um, I was just doing my laundry, and I was like, this would be really good to talk about. Like, it's like a Halloween surprise, like a little spooky gift for these bitches. Love it. Um, so mine, I'm doing black-eyed children. Which is, like, so, my worst nightmare. I would just, yeah, like, you know. Well, there's not a lot of stories about it, surprisingly, so you're probably safe. Um, I don't know. Have you listened to like the My Favorite Murder episode, or not My Favorite Murder? The uh, and that's why we drink. That's why we drink? Yeah, I've listened to that one. That one's pretty good. <laughs> I know. So the theories about these kids is that they're aliens, they're vampires, they're ghosts. Literally, no one has no fucking clue. Um, typically, black-eyed children are between the ages of like six to sixteen is like estimates, because you trust me, you don't really like get into full conversation with these motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of their mo is like hitchhiking, begging on your doorstep, asking to use your phone, just like weird shit like that. Um, first reported incident is in Abilene, Texas. Abilene, Abilene, I don't know. Um, Abilene. in nineteen ninety six. Okay. by brian bethel 
it's like the first like really known one um and he took it to his deathbed he swore it was true um so like the mo like the how the story goes for almost every reading of every like scene is like they knock on your door or like your car window and like they get your attention somehow and insist on being either let in or like you doing something for them so like let me in your car let me in your home or like let me use your phone or something and they insist and whoever opens like whoever is talking to them like is always overwhelmed with like a sense of like anxiety and like dread they're like no like this isn't right like trust me so um that's like normal it's like almost everything I've ever read so which we call it here's Brian's story so Brian was sitting in his car late at night um near a movie theater where he's writing a check so you know this is in the bed good old days the good old days um two boys approached the car and he didn't notice until the older one tapped the window because he was so you know into writing this check um (laughs) sorry I just cannot get over the idea of having to write a fucking check so the older one taps the window and as soon as he rolled it down he reports a gut-wracking fear but he didn't like know why he was just like what the fuck like they're just kids right so the older one boy claims they wanted to see the movie but they forgot the money so they were like hey like bro can you like drive me home me and like this whoever this little kid was can you like drive us home get this money and then like bring us back and um the kid like reassured him that like this is the weird part the kid reassures him they're like we're just kids we wouldn't it wouldn't take long and we don't have a gun like, oh, just, like, weird like like weird shit like something a normal like person like stereotypically like they know that like adding that in there's like weird as fuck like they know like the social context of the situation so he thought it was weird and he knew that because by the time he got them home and back the movie would be like over and he said as soon as he broke eye contact his fear was like all-encompassing and he was like something's fucking wrong realized their eyes were black once he looked back and the older one got mad and said he couldn't come in with into the car until brian said it was okay and so brian closed all his windows locked all his doors and sped off and claimed it was true until he died i'm pretty sure he's like fuck no it's not okay He's either alive and still claiming it's true or he died and like, was claiming it's true his whole life. But okay. the thing about black children is like the reason people think they're aliens is because like it's like it's almost like they're talking in like broken English or like English that doesn't make sense in today's like societal context. So like sometimes even they've like there's reports of like kids wearing like outdated clothes like like weird ass clothes from like the fucking like 1800s like the weird kind of shit like that and it's like broken english or like english that like just doesn't really make sense or like adding in the weird fact that they don't have a gun like just like what an alien would think would be reassuring right like human is like fucking creepy yeah literally like shut the fuck up dude also my tattoo is really itchy right now dude same put lotion on it (laughs) i can't yeah exactly um but yeah, and so like I just I literally looked everywhere and there was not a lot of information besides like this. Like um they can't come in to like wherever you are until you like invite them is what I've read. So like with Brian's incident where they were like, We can't come into the car unless you fucking tell us we can Vampires. Vampires, yes, vampire diaries. <laughs> and like they can't come into your home unless they're like like yeah, just weird shit like that. And like 
or sometimes they'll do the whole like kid thing like they'll pretend they're like in pain or like sick or something like that and they'll be like I need to use your phone like I need to come in your house I can't come in unless you let me in yeah (laughs) I didn't see much on what happens when you let them in so I just don't think anyone does like I literally have no clue so that's why I totally added like this bonus story because this was kind of short and I like tried finding more information yeah yeah. so that is black-eyed children they're creepy as fuck um horrendous but yes. Yeah. The story I'm told like made me shit my pants. Yeah, you know. exactly. Sorry, I thought you were like gonna keep talking. So I like I don't know what was going on. Um okay, let me bring up this Reddit thread. One sec, I have to respond to John. No, you don't. Yes, I do. Whatever, you're on your phone right now. I'm playing Candy Crush because black eyed kids give me anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> because black and kids gives me anxiety well this one's even worse so in my opinion it's worse okay um okay so my favorite fucking reddit thread this lady posted on tiktok and i read literally all of it like i read it was posted six years ago the og one and i literally have read like this is gonna be a lot of me reading so i apologize guys but like at the same time it's so interesting i like don't even give a shit what you think (laughs) so it was posted on tiktok and i read like 25 parts of it just like part one i literally read it for like three hours one night so the title the title is i'm a search and rescue officer for the u.s forest service and i have some stories to tell so this is your halloween surprise bitches so it's the bridges isn't it or the the stairs yes so it just gets better yeah just mean there's more um so he basically just says, I'm an SAR officer for a few years now. And along the way, I've seen some things they think I would be pretty interested in. So these are pretty long. Um, there's a couple, but they're really good. And this is only part one. So to find it, I literally had to type in specifically, I'm a search and rescue officer for the U.S. Forest Service. I have some stories to tell. So if you guys want to read more than part one, I would totally recommend doing it. I mean, like, maybe not if you're alone, because I did it when I was alone and I like shit my pants. Regret. <laughs> Literally. So this is the first one. I have a pretty good track record for finding missing people. Most of the time they just wander off the path or slip down a small cliff and they can't find their way back. The majority of them haven't heard the old stay where you are thing and they don't wander far. I've had two cases where that didn't happen. Both bother me a lot and I use them as motivation to search even harder on the missing persons cases cases I get called out on. Mm-hmm. The first was a little boy who was out berry picking with his parents. He and his sister were together, and both of them went missing around the same time. The parents lost sight of them for a few seconds, and in that time, both the kids apparently wandered off. When their parents couldn't find them, they called us, and we came out to search the area. We found the daughter pretty quickly, and when we asked her where her brother was, she told us that he'd been taken away by the bear man. She said he'd given her berries with her and told her to stay quiet, that he wanted to play with her brother for a while. The last she saw of her brother, he was riding on the shoulders of the bear man and seemed calm. Of course, our first thought was abduction, but we never found a trace of another human being in that area. The little girl was also insistent that he wasn't a normal man. that He was tall and covered in hair like a bear and had a weird face. Sasquatch. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. Um, We searched that area for weeks, and it was one of the longest calls I've ever been on, but we never found a single trace of that kid. The other was a young woman who was hiking out with her mom and grandpa, and according to her mother, her daughter had climbed up a tree to get a better view of the forest, and she'd never come back down. They waited at the base of the tree for hours, calling her name before they called for help. 
Again, we searched everywhere and we never found a trace of her. I have no idea where she could have possibly gone because neither her mother or grandpa saw her come down. Um, a few times I've been out on my own. This is a different story. So I'll tell you when like the stories break. So this is a different bullet point. A few times I've been out searching with a canine and they've tried to lead me straight up cliffs, not hills, not even rock faces, straight sheer cliffs with no possible handholds. It's always baffling. And in those cases, we usually find the person on the other side of the cliff or miles away from where the canine has led us. I'm sure there's an explanation, but that weirded me out. Here's another one. One particularly sad case involving involved the recovery of a body. A nine-year-old girl fell down an embankment and got impaled on a dead tree at the base. It was a complete freak accident, but I'll never forget the sound when her mother made me when we told her what happened. She saw the body being loaded into the ambulance. That one's just sad. It's not really paranormal. Yeah, that is sad. No offense. I mean, like, it's sad, but, like, I'm not going to continue. It's just, like, boring. Right. Sorry. Um, <laughs> not paranormal um, oh I was teamed up with another SAR officer because we'd received reports of bears in the area we were looking for a guy who hadn't come home from a climbing trip when he was supposed to we ended up having to do some serious climbing to get where we figured he'd be we found him trapped in a small crevice with a broken leg it was not pleasant he'd been there for almost two days and his leg was very infected we were able to get him a chopper and I heard from one of the two EMTs that the guy was absolutely inconsolable. He kept talking about how he'd been doing fine, and when he got to the top, a man had been there. He said the guy had no climbing equipment and was wearing a parka and ski pants. He walked up to the guy, and when the guy turned around, he said he had no face. It was just blank. He freaked out and ended up trying to get off the mountain too fast, which is why he'd fallen. He said he could hear the guy all night climbing down the mountains and letting out these horrible muffled screams. The story bothered the hell out of me so much, I'm glad I wasn't here there to hear it. Yeah, like, literally reading, like, all these stories, like, they get so interesting. It's crazy. Um, one of the scariest, this is a different story. One of the scariest things I've ever had happen to me involved the search for a young woman who had gotten separated from her hiking group. We were out until late at night because the dogs had picked up her scent. When we found her, she was curled up under a large rotted log. She was missing her shoes and pack, and she was clearly in shock. She didn't have any injuries, and we were able to get her to walk back with us to base ops. Along the way, she kept looking behind us and asking why the man with big, the big man with black eyes was following us. We couldn't see anyone, so we just wrote it off as some weird symptom of shock. But the closer we got to base, the more agitated this woman got. She kept asking me to tell him to stop making faces at her. And at one point, she stopped and turned around and started yelling into the forest, saying that she wanted him to leave her alone. She wasn't going to go with him, and she said she wouldn't give us to him. <laughs> Fuck. We, fin- we finally got her to keep moving. Well, we started hearing these weird noises coming from all around us. It was like coughing, but more rhythmic and deeper. It was almost insect-like. I don't really know how else to describe it. When we were within sight of base ops, the woman turns to me and her eyes about as wide as I can imagine a human could open them. She touches my shoulder and says, he tells you to speed up. He doesn't like looking at the scar on your neck. I have a very small scar into the base of my neck, but it's mostly hidden under my collar and I have no idea how this woman saw it. Right after she says it, I hear that weird coughing right in my ear and I just about jumped out of my skin. I hustled her to base, trying not to show how freaked out I was, but I have to say I was really happy when we left that area. And then this is the one where we talk about the stairs. This is the last one. 
This is the last story I'll tell. It's probably the weirdest story I have. Now, I don't know if this is true in every SAR unit, but in mine, it's sort of an unspoken regular thing we run into. You can try asking about it with other SAR officers, but even they know what you're talking about. They probably won't say anything about it. We've been told not to talk about it by our superiors. And at this point, we've all gotten so used to it that it doesn't even seem weird anymore. On just about every case where we're really far into the wilderness, I'm talking 30 or 40 miles, at some point we'll find a staircase in the middle of the woods. It's almost like if you took stairs in your house, cut them out and put them in a forest. I asked about it the first time I saw some and the officer just told me not to worry about it and that it was normal. Everyone I asked said the same thing. I wanted to go check them out, but I was told very empathetically that I should never go near any of them. I sort of ignore them now when I run into them because it happens so frequently. Yeah, they like when you read like parts like when you get like deeper into the parts like when he goes to like part like 25 and shit, he'll talk about how like carpeted stairs, rusty stairs, like there's all types of stairs. Like it's not even just like like wooden stairs, like carpeted fucking like clean stairs. Yeah. So that was your Halloween surprise, bitches. Yeah. Yeah. Terrifying. <laughs> so <laughs> Well, that's why you never go in the woods hmm? but happy halloween i know for real <laughs> it's spooky season bitches it's fucking spooky season season um well be safe out there this weekend you guys um yeah, exactly um especially if you're here in good old p-town just be careful drink water oh. um and don't fall downstairs at Kaylin. <laughs> at Kaylin. <laughs> she doesn't have to fall down the stairs. Oh my gosh. I'm literally so injured from that. Yeah. She's injured. She's ruined. Yeah. She fell down the stairs sober, guys. Um, so you know not to do it drunk. Oh my god, that's so funny. Sober, not even drunk. I totally just forgot I had a tattoo and like don't touch it. it. I didn't mean to. I literally didn't mean to. <laughs> Complete fucking accidents a day. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, that was we'll, a lot of fun. Yeah, it was fun. We'll be back f- with you next week. And exactly. yeah, follow us on Instagram. Um, Instagram. You can email us your stories at killercrimeandsistertime at gmail and we might read them. I'm just saying if you send them in. Exactly. So, yeah. And if you have like other shit you want us to cover, again, tell us that too. You can tell us in the comments. Um, But yeah, like, you know, be the homies. Recommend us to your friends if they're looking for something new. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you guys for listening today. Yeah, we appreciate you. Yeah, especially when we take like eight week breaks. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. We're fine. <laughs> okay. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.